Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. This is the St. Longinus' uh, baptism podcast channel. This is going to be rant number seven. Um, I haven't really figured out the title yet. I'm sure by the time I get done, I'll have a good idea what I want to entitle it. Oh, I take that back. I just remembered what I want to entitle, entitle this. Games people play on the internet. So, I've been away for the few days because I've been working. And to my shame, I have to admit that I was on a certain routine spiritually that I was adhering to for the most part. And even before I started working, I started backsliding away from that routine. And um and anyhow, um today's my first day off since I started working and I had little time. So I thought I'd mess around and last night I was on Twitter. <laughs> um and the purpose of this podcast, you know, it's real. It's really a shame that more people, I keep encouraging them to not just go for the recent episodes, but go back at the beginning where, you know, because I've repeated myself at least on certain subjects, at least 10 times, you know, but on others, you know, two or three times. And in my introduction to this podcast, I talk about the games that people play on the internet. And the reason I'm doing this, this little rant here is because a little troll decided to, to test me. Just for general reference to any of my listeners who, who may listen to this. Um, I am not a saint. Um, I'm attempting to be one, but I'm not there yet. And it's really not a good idea or conducive to either one of us being good Christians, if you're Christian, by trying to poke the bull, as we say in the Midwest. We have a saying in the Midwest, when you poke the bull, you get the horns. Now, I try to be charitable. I try to be understanding. But as I also said, anybody who's been on the internet, I, I don't care. Uh, uh, I should say uh, social media, be it, be it message boards, be it... Uh, uh, Twitter or Telegram or whatever for longer than I would say 
different people generally get to just, you know, on their own speed. But I would say that depending on the person's critical thinking skills and um, observational skills, um, an average person, and I consider myself average, it should take between six months to a year. And if you've been on longer than that, then I would say um, by the time, you know, within a year and a half, you'll probably see every, every game that the little trolls like to play. And the reason why I'm saying troll is basically this is what happened. Um, when I got off work Thursday, um, I was going through a little bit of Twitter just to seeing what was going on on my thread and a, this, this priest, I'm not going to mention his name because I think I'm too low on the food chain for him to even worry about me, but I want to respect the man's privacy. He's one of uh, Bishop Sanborn's um, priests down at the seminary. Um, now, I don't follow Bishop Sanborn that closely, but I get the impression the priest in particular is one of his theology um, professors. Now, I could be wrong, but he posted something. And a couple of Vatican II ignoramuses decided to chime in. And um, basically what I did was, uh, I, you know, and I don't care what anyone's saying, God's doing something in my life. Because if it had been the old me, I would have, I would have actively attempted to ruin their day if it, if that could be possible. But basically I just, told them that they were ignorant and they needed to, to school themselves before, their, before they criticized the seminary theologian. Well, one guy took the hint and, you know, he went his own separate way. But the other guy decided that he, he was going to test me out. Now, I did not come across his replies until yesterday. The initial post I made was on Thursday night. I went to bed, went to work. I came home yesterday. Or I'm sorry. I, the, the original post was made on Friday. My apologies. Friday. And then when I got home, or yeah, when I got home yesterday, his replies were, you know, in my inbox. Now, as a general rule, I try to uh, I try to be respectful until I get the impression that a person is being willfully ignorant. Now, to some of you guys, 
this may seem like a presumption. This may seem like a presumption. Well, how do you know a person's being willfully ignorant? Well, it's very simple. If you're giving the person links and resources to educate himself, and by the way, if you are a set of a contest, um, and most set of a contest, I think, are uh, are pretty savvy when it comes to the uh, Catholic dogma and doctrine, then um, you'll 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 know you'll know when a person's being ignorant. Okay, so no, it's not presumption, you know. If 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 there's a, stu a subject that I've been studying longer than a year, I'm going to be pretty familiar. And most Sedevacantists are as well, you know. I've already said Sedevacantists, you know, they can quote you chapter and verse literally on why Vatican II is heretical. Well, anyway, this guy, this guy <coughs> decided <coughs> to see what he could get away with. <coughs> now, as I've said in a previous episode, it generally, I can tell within three or four posts, <laughs> on a thread or on a uh, chat board when a person's being a disingenuous douchebag. And this person in, that I'm you, uh, talking about in particular, um, was being a disingenuous douchebag. And I could tell within, because for the first, it, he was arguing with another set of a contest and I was backing the other set of a contest up. And uh, basically, you know, I guess it would help if I explain. Because I, I ran into this on Twitter earlier and I did another rant about that. But basically, if a, um, obviously, I'm sorry. So if I, if I make a statement, okay, let's say I say, God is the prime mover of the universe. And somebody message, messages me back and says, no, he isn't. And I give him, you know, on my second reply, I give him the evidence that, yes, God is the prime mover of the universe. And he says, yeah, well, so, no, I don't agree with you. I think you're, you know, you're wrong. Then I know I'm dealing with a disingenuous douchebag. Because 
if if the person's unwilling to give a reason and they're just going with their fifis and saying, nah, I don't believe it, nah, then they're disingenuous douchebags. Because an honest actor would admit Okay, I'm going to I'm going to look up what you just said and I'm going to see if it comports with the facts. And they're, you know, they're 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 going to they're going to go their own separate way. Or or if they're not being a little troll, a little bitchy troll, they're going to well, no, I don't agree, but You know, I'm going to end this here. They're not going to sit on the same thread saying, well, I don't believe you. Well, I don't believe you. You know, and when they keep repeating the same argument and they're not addressing your replies directly. Then, yes, the person you're dealing with is a bitchy little douchebag troll who is getting his kicks out of arguing with you. Now, me personally, I think it's a sign of mental instability when you just, you stay on a thread and you don't try to engage the other person in an honest fashion. That you, that and, and what makes it even worse is if you're ignorant And, you know, speaking for myself, if you're ignorant, I can tell you're ignorant, but you still want to argue with me anyway. Now, I'm I'm too old for that garbage. I don't play that game. Or as they used to say in in living color back in the 90s, we don't play that. So, yeah, I don't play that. Um, But I, I tried... Now, like I said, I I made my initial post Friday evening and I came back yesterday afternoon and um, basically um, and basically another set of a contest was was trying to reason with him. And to that set of a contest credit, he was being reasonable and thoughtful. And so when I, you know, I kind of hopped in to their to their thread and I interjected, you know, you know, I I gave him very provable, very researchable um, replies to his particular uh, posts. And he was being a little douchebag and would not address the questions that I was asking him. That's another, another tell for you little trolls. If you're engaging with me emotionally, then I know you're not serious. A, a, a person interested in the truth is not going to use their fifis or what, you know, or what um, 
they're, they're not going to use their fifis to make an argument. They're actually going to try to make reasonable objections. And not to toot my own horn, when I came into Sedevacantism, I didn't even try to argue with them because, you know, I'd seen enough of the Vatican II sect to know that something wasn't right there. I just couldn't put my finger on it. But I did ask questions. And, you know, and because I was woefully ignorant on certain issues, you know, where I was talking with them, you know, they obviously said some things that kind of went against my common sense. But I didn't sit and argue with them, tell them they were wrong or try to bait them. I just said, okay, well, you know, I don't know enough about this subject, so I'll wait and see, you know, when I learn some stuff, what I figure out. And so this, this thread, I, I tried being reasonable with him for about five, five replies. And then on the fifth reply, I realized this dude isn't interested in the truth. This dude isn't interested in uh, having a intellectual debate. No, he's interested in being a little bitchy douchebag and just, you know. It, uh, I, I know a lot of you guys are millennials and um, Zoomers, but when I was growing up, one of the favorite tactics of the moronic on the pr playground would be, I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? And basically, that's all they would say. <laughs> so that's, that's basically what this game consists of, is one person is trying to uh, use reason and be reasonable, and the other person is just saying, nope, 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 not going to listen, not going to listen, not going to listen. So once I, I knew what I was dealing with, I then proceeded to have some fun. I, did, I decided to have some little fun with him. So basically what I did was, is every time he would make a stupid remark to the one set of a contest, I would put a gif a really obnoxious gif in his replies. And, and, and then, then my, you know, and my replies were still reasonable, but they were a little more harsh because I realized this, this guy's not interested in reason. He's not interested in challenging, uh, taking the truth where it may, wherever it may lead him. no, he just, you know, he wants to play little internet baby games. So I'm putting, I'm putting gifts and I'm putting very uh, harsh replies in his uh, comments. Finally, finally, he 
he leaves a message to me and he's calling me a boomer. And you see, and that's that's where I had it. You know, you you trolls, you you think you're slick? You think you're smart? You're not slick, you're not smart. Mo, um I, I've always said the internet doesn't send its best. And mo ninety-five percent of trolls is what I'm talking about. So I knew I was getting to him at that point. So at that point, I just, my, my gifts got more and more obnoxious and my replies got more and more obnoxious. And this is how it got to until it was, I was feeling a little tired, needed to eat and go to bed. And I basically blocked him. Now, I bet that that troll in particular, he thinks he won that little particular um, argument that we were having. Actually, it was less of an argument, me basically just messing with him. You know, just just because I was bored and it amused me to do so. And the last thing I just said is how I'm how I was viewing it. I didn't I didn't block him because I couldn't argue with him. I mean, to me, there's no point in that. If I tell some, or I'm sorry, if I try to reason with somebody and be be charitable and they act like a little five-year-old spoiled brat, then, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm feeling particularly annoyed with this person, then I'm just going to toy with them until I get tired of them. Then I'm going to block them because in my experience, and as I said before, I, I've been on Twitter since 2017 that back then I was more in the political realm, but I, I dealt with leftists. And this is, this is before I got smart. Um, I wouldn't block them. And then they would spam up the thread with stupid irrelevant comments that had nothing to do with anything. And quite frankly, you know, there was nothing to be gained by debating them anymore. And that's when I learned when you get somebody like that, just block them. But these, but these, uh, but these, these guys are the 3000 IQ takers. And they think if they can get you to block them, that, oh, I've won the argument, I've won the argument, yes, yes, yes. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. I'm just, uh, you know, if, if somebody wants to have a rational and reasonable debate, we'll do that. But if, if you're just, you know, if you're being a, uh, a blockheaded, stubborn little kid, spoiled kid, you know, then, like I said, if I'm annoyed enough, I'll toy with you, then I'll block you.
Most of the time, though, I just block people. Now, the reason I'm telling you all this is these are the I'm, I'm trying to give you an idea of the kind of games that people play on the internet. And there's another game, and that is um, they will take some post you made and they will take it totally out of context and they'll actually misrepresent what you posted or they'll, if it's a podcast, they'll purposely misrepresent what you'd said. Um, another game is, is they, they, you know, and this, this is a modern day thing, a modern thing where people will try to guess without even really knowing you what, what you, uh, who you are and what you're about. Now, I realize for most people on the internet, yes, that is an issue because you don't know who you're dealing with. However, when it comes to me, I'm an open book. I've got nothing to hide. And so it's not, you, you, you don't need 160 IQ to deal with me or to understand what I'm coming from if you listen to what I say or what I post. You know, I don't have an uh, ulterior agenda. You know, but and, and, and this is the fault of the people. I, I lay this squarely at their feet that they they'll sit. And, and I will tell them, hey, look, you know, if you want to if you want to find out what I'm about, you know, uh, listen to my podcast introductions. They'll tell you exactly what I'm about. And most people, you know, most people are too lazy. I mean, <laughs> how hard is it? To listen to an under hour podcast. How hard is it? It's not hard. But they'll make up, you know, little stories and crap. Uh, I, I want to hear your excuses. You know, I've made it in, incredibly easy. But it's just easier for the past for the younger generations because they've been spoon fed everything they've been given, but that's going to be another rant, I think, but they've been spoon fed everything in their life. And so they just expect to, you know, for people older than them to make things easier. They, they not only want things to be more easier, but they also want it their way, you know. So if a person older than they says something that they don't like, they're going to get butt hurt. 
and you know they're they're gonna do the little thing of calling them names, misrepresenting, uh, try to discern a person's spiritual um, uh, situation without knowing them and not bothering to get to know them because it's easier. It's easier to you know to sit and act like a little heathen than it is to maybe put some work in and actually try to put into practice what you claim to follow. But um, I digress. Um, but another, oh, oh, I'm sorry. One other thing. On everything... Except for Twitter, because Twitter doesn't have the resources I can do this. But at least on my podcast and on another social media platform I'm on, um, you know, I, I, I try the, 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 one of the reasons I did, or I, I'm sorry, I do this podcast is because I realize the limitations of the people I'm dealing with. Most people don't want to read. They don't want to take the time out to read. And um, they lack critical thinking skills. So I put things into podcast form. And I try to keep it under an hour because most moderns have the attention span of a crack-addled gnat. And I really wish I could take credit for that saying, but my friend, well, I can't call him my friend, but my favorite podcaster, um, the Kurgan, that's, I got that off of him. And it was so great. I had, I had to start using it myself because it encapsulates exactly my thoughts. But, um, you know, so I, I try, you know, I, I do realize because basically what I'm trying to do is evangelization. And when you try to evangelize, you don't, well, if, if you want to actually reach people, you don't, you know, you don't do what you want to do. You work with the limitations of what you're working with. In other words, knowing your audience. So, you know, I try to keep the podcast under an hour if possible. And, um, I list the resources in the show notes. It cannot get any easier than that. And by the way, I just don't list books. I listen to, or I'm sorry, I list, you know, podcasts and podcast channels. So, but there, there, there are certain areas where I won't compromise my standards. I, I absolutely refuse as a matter of general principle to water down or soften my message because the, the younger generations, they don't, they don't want to hear harsh things. They don't want to hear um, things that, that make them uncomfortable. And by the way, it's not just the younger generations. The boomers and the Xers, you know, have raised these kids and 
you know, depending on the parent, they, they, they taught them to be this way. And if the parents didn't teach him to be this way, they learned it through society. So, and by the way, I don't hold it against people who are, um, you know, sensitive. And I have admitted in a pre couple previous episodes, I used to be overly sensitive and paranoid to boot. So, and narcissistic. So, you know, I just automatically assumed everything was about me and, you know, everybody was out to get me. And I had to grow up a little bit before I realized it's not all about me and I need to toughen up. And I do realize that there are a lot a lot. I don't want to make a guesstimation on the percentages of this, but I would say a lot of Americans, as a general rule, are very sheltered. And some of this was by their parents, but I've started noticing in the 90s where people were being sheltered from the consequences of their actions. You know, uh, I would be working at a job and some college kid would start running his gums at me. And then when I turned around and said something cutting and biting, you know, not that it's, it's hard to hurt the younger generation's feelings, they would run to my manager and complain about how rude I was. And I would get in trouble, you know. Because, heaven forbid, you should be responsible for your actions. I'll never forget back in the early 2000s, there was a basketball game between Detroit, the Detroit Pacers, I'm sorry, the Detroit Pistons and the Indianapolis Pacers. And there were these two douchebags up on the top part of the, of the bleachers and they were basically hurling insults at the Indianapolis Pairs. What makes me laugh is one of these kids, and he was literally a kid. He couldn't have been any older than 19 or 20, was a literal butterball, a literal, absolutely pathetic butterball. He, could, he couldn't have been more than 5'10", if that, and he had to weigh at least 250. And these two Mensa members decided that they were going to dump beer on the Indianapolis players. And so when the Indianapolis players got PO'd and jumped the, jumped the, the bleachers and started beating the piss out of these two uh, idiots, the whole world was was upset. Oh, they're professional athletes. They shouldn't beat up. Let me tell you, uh, by the way, I used to argue this with morons at the time. I'm like, if you go to a bar and you walk up to a head-shaved, muscled-up dude who's over 6'5 and around, you know, 230, 
and you throw a drink in his face, you're going to go, you're either going to leave that bar in a box or you're going to be in a hospital in traction. But once again, you know, the moronacy, well, actually, it's not moronacy, it's on purpose. It's on purpose. Everything that happens in life is on purpose. Um, basically, um, like I said, this was in the early 2000s, but I would noticed in the 90s that it was going on. It's basically, you know, if a person, if a person doesn't have to worry about the consequences for their actions, they're going to do stupid crap. And basically, they're going to be easier to, to cow and to intimidate. And they're going to look for a white knight to ride in on his horse to defend them. You know, because they're incapable of fending for themselves. Now, like I said, this is a rant, so... Don't be surprised, but um, um, because because most people have led sheltered lives. When a person, or let's be honest, not just me. But my uh, two favorite podcasters, there's a reason I like them. It's because I kind of got the feeling that they, they kind of grew up the way I did. Not maybe exactly, but, you know, we had similar experiences. But um, when, when a person... Um, who is not sheltered who's never been sheltered, who has actually had to fight and work and struggle and see things that they didn't want to see comes into their life and starts saying some hard truths in a harsh manner, then all of a sudden, because they've been so sheltered, they're shot. You know, I can't believe you're talking to me like that. Oh. Well, just a word of advice, people. You know, if you can't see what's coming in the future, if you're literally that blind, I, I feel sorry for you because when what happens, it's not a matter of if, it's when. And when it happens, you're, you're going to be absolutely, you're going to be one of the first ones to, to get smoked. Because you don't know how to survive in a hostile situation. Now, I apologize. I got kind of sidetracked. I have nothing against people who are sheltered because I understand that if the family doesn't shelter them, society definitely does. So they cannot help themselves. 
but I'm not, I'm not, I have neither the constitution nor the, uh, the will to, to, to feed into your, you know, to feed into your little, uh, um, to, 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 uh, shield you from the harsh realities of how real people talk like and what, how real people think. But, um, I, there's, there's, I'm going to need to wrap this up too. There's another thing I have absolutely no toleration for is lack of critical thinking skills. Once again, once again, I will state, I'm not saying I have the best critical thinking skills. Quite frankly, um, I think the last of the critical thinkers um, probably died out around the time of the Reformation. But I, I can, with a reasonable amount of certainty, through my experience and the limited knowledge that I do hold, know um, to know, you know, what is true and what is false. You know, I, I do realize it's part of the narrative nowadays that, oh, do you have a PhD? Are, are you a government official? Does, do the Mason, does the Masons have any written evidence of this? If, if you're the type of person that likes to ask those questions, yeah, I ain't got no time for you. Okay? Like the person who sheltered, you also, when, 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 pardon the crude expression, when the shit goes down, yeah, you're going to get smoked as well. And if you don't get smoked within like the first couple of weeks, that's God's grace. And I hope you take it and, and really learn from it. Because if you don't, you're not going to last. Then that's not to say that people who have God's grace are necessarily going to see, you know, who are not necessarily going to get killed themselves. But if they indeed have God's grace, as I said in a previous episode, if they die, it's not a huge issue. They'll go to heaven. Now, now I, I, I don't, I don't want to go into the whole heaven and hell thing because I'm not sure how many atheists and agnostics listen, but it's sidetracking me. I want to stay on point. But yeah, I, I cannot absolutely, I cannot stand people without critical thinking skills. Now, because we are all human, we're all going to make mistakes. And while I'm at it, I'm going to raise another thing about modern society that really pisses me off. And yes, I will admit, I'm guilty of this 
of this particular issue as well as anyone else. But I am trying, trying with the grace of God, hopefully to change. And that is people judge others at a higher standard than they judge themselves. Which is, like I said, it's in my podcast introduction. But like I said, most people are lazy. They don't want to take the time. You know, basically, the um, the Masonic Satanists have basically created the ideal storm for them. It has been rumored that when the Great Reset kicks off, that they that the World Economic Forum wants to kill ninety percent of the population. And obviously, I don't know 90% of the world's population. And I also realize that the world's population is not represented by social media. But in my day-to-day encounters with average Americans, just average people, Um, I, I gotta say it's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. And I suspect that when the reset does kick off, that the people who are, um, that have critical thinking skills, who are basically survival survivalist in and in, in uh, orientation and by the way survivalist it like anything else in today's age it's the meaning has been twisted when i say survivalist i'm not talking about the dudes with their ar15s living out in the middle of the mountains in their log cabin. I'm not talking about that. When I was coming up, a a person was called a survivor if they had come through either a horrific event or horrific circumstances in one piece with more or less their minds intact. And that's another thing it would behoove you all to remember if you don't mentally toughen up, um, when the reset happens, you're going to be gibbering idiots. Because, you know, you're not going to be able to, to handle what's, what's going to come down. So, now, once again, I do understand that not everybody has lived through a traumatic experience or... Uh, hard times. I do realize that, but um, maybe, just maybe, instead of uh, when somebody says something, dismissing it out of hand because of who's saying it, maybe using those critical thinking skills and listening to the truth and not to who's saying it. I don't know, just a thought. Anyway, 
I know I didn't cover all the internet games, but um, most of you um, who, you know, because it's this day and age, I'm sure that a lot of people that listen to this podcast have experienced one version of this game or another in their lives. So, that's my rant. Um, I just, I want to take the time and say, I really appreciate you listening. I really do. Um, not for my own sake. Because my basic operating assumption, unless I get shown otherwise, is that somehow God is using me. For his purposes. So so I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it. To try to do God's will. And. I hope. That I gave you some food for thought. We take a very superficial. And shallow look. At everything. And we judge on appearances. Except. By the truth that is being said. And. Maybe I should change the show motto to forget, forget the tone, forget the tone and listen to the message. Probably won't though. I kind of like my show motto as it is. Anyhow, I just want to say, I want to see as many of you guys get to heaven as possible. I am praying for you. And, um, you know, I'm I'm not just saying this when I say I care about you guys. Although I'm not going to lie. When I go into work (laughs) and um, I have to deal with who I'm dealing with, um, it really tests, it really tests my charity. But anybody who's familiar with Catholic spirituality knows that um, you're going to have trials and tribulations, especially when you're trying to get closer to God. So I want to say, God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You people have been chosen to reveal our existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today, and you will tell of it later.